la 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 what's up everybody it's the deep dive podcast this is your host tony dubon what's up everybody welcome to another episode we have a very special episode i've got my wife here in the building with me and we're doing just an impromptu podcast and the subject today is gonna be rats Rats, 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 rats. Um, I have a long history with rats. <laughs> I grew up with rats. They're like a like a small pet of mine growing up as a child. Um, currently, we are babysitting at a friend's house, and we didn't know what the strange sound was that was coming from the kitchen. We just kept kind of hanging out. And then we just kept, I noticed, because they, they got kids, and I noticed that the kids were all in the living room, and then there was just weird, like, little shuffling going on in the kitchen, and I was just like, oh, that's weird. I didn't, I didn't really think anything of it. And then, me and my wife were just hanging out on the table all quiet, it got really, really quiet, and then we heard that, that familiar sound that some of us have, have encountered, the rustling in the trash can. Yep. We went to go investigate, and sure enough, we found one. And then, as I was sitting down, kind of just like trying to like get a good angle so I can make sure it doesn't come out the kitchen and round, you know, round second, um, I heard something else, like a sound, like a you know the the nest sound, a little squeak, 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 squeak. So, um, the best solution we have in this scenario is to keep them where they're at and keep them from just thinking that the house is theirs. So I'm just going to keep blabbing my stupid face until we're done. She said my face is gorgeous. I'm just going to keep blabbing and doing what I do best, talking about myself and blabbing. And that is going to hopefully keep these rats out. If not, we may make podcast history and have our first rat appearance on us the show see if we can get an interview see if we can get some details about why 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 they just terrorize us as humans um so to to keep things going i'm just gonna go ahead and talk about some of my favorite rat stories while we're doing this my wife's like you you seem like you've been here before (laughs) you know what you're doing and yeah i have I, i grew up in poverty i had at least I've seen in my own my own recollection with one at the same time I've seen at least 20 rats in the same place at one time all just congregating having a small meeting talking about sports stuff like that but yeah one time where I was at my mom's house and ooh no go over there it's coming no it's not coming but I thought I Thought I saw something trying to round second, and then the shortstop cut him off. I don't think he wants to come over here because he hears me. Go over there. Oh crap! It's coming out the closet. Oh wow! Is it really? It's it, it doesn't want to come out though. Tony. It doesn't want to come out because it hears me. It's probably staring at me right now. Guys, we have our first guest, Petey the Rat, just checking outside to see if they're coming and they're still not here. Um, we just had like an emergency, like prompto moment where we were just like you know let's babysit because they had like a you know a little family emergency so we're like you know what we're gonna babysit no big deal 
and now we're just being terrorized. Our life is in the balance. Go over there. Just gonna keep making noise. One of them just tried to peek out of the closet and he was like, fuck that. What the fuck is this? I didn't know I was gonna be on a show. But yeah, he he went right back in there. They're little, they're, 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 see, here's the thing is a lot of experts, um, like myself, we can identify a rat usually from a mouse. I couldn't, I thought it was a mouse cause they're, they're kind of small. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was a mouse cause it was small, but then my wife pointed out the 19 inch tail that these little fuckers have. Um, that's the, identify the difference and also the, the ears, the ears are not cute. They're not Disney. They're very ugly and they're almost pointy. So that's the big difference between the two species. Um, they both carry the same diseases and they're both just as bad for you. Um, but other than that, the yeah, we pointed, we successfully pointed out that they're rats. Um, we have offered the services of our cat, Weasley, to come over. Um, we may just let her go hungry for a day or two and then send her on over to, to make quick work. She is a little asshole. It's times like this where I appreciate her. She would have easily eaten all the rats by now. Easily. They are fun. She actually loves delivering pain to other animals. So that's like a little hobby of hers. I think she would enjoy it. I think she would enjoy the little project. Anyways, looking out the window again to see oh and and through all this we're caring for a baby and he's safely in a little he's in a little safe playpen he's in a safe cage and (laughs) and we're just making sure he's probably as safe as we are we're safer than we are where he's at but yeah we're trying to keep it quiet while i'm also um trying to not get overran with these little assholes so I'm just going to keep talking and the hope, hope is that my voice will keep them wherever the fuck they're at. I believe, and this is just my expert opinion, I believe they're all coming through the dryer shaft probably. Um, that little dryer, a little thing that goes outside, most people don't know, but it'll uh, allow you, uh, a mouse to go from the outside. They'll go through that ventilation system and they'll go inside of the actual dryer and they'll go to the bottom part of the dryer where the, the, you know, that big old tub thing is not at, like the circular thing. They'll go underneath that and then they'll they'll usually just make little nests there. Another thing where they'll place they'll like to go, um, they'll like to just go inside of your oven. Most people don't know, but there's a little like area under your oven. It's got a lot of cloth. It's kind of like a... Um, I think it's kind of to prevent soaking or something, but they like to go in there and build little nests. Um, when I was probably about 12, 13, um, my mom was cooking one day and there's this odd stench and we couldn't really put our hands on what it was. So, you know, after a while, we just heard a like a real loud, painful screeching coming from the stove. And that's how we found out that mice can build little nests under those stove. Uh, rats can build little nests under those stove. Um, and they can't get out sometimes. So we may or may not have cooked a little baby rat or a, a mama rat underneath the oven one time when I was a kid. Um, that's Tony rat story number one. Very fun. Uh, little 
list of collections that I have. Yeah, but that was one of the, the better rat deaths that I've been a part of. Um, one of the better ones, yeah. <laughs> so this little asshole cooked himself alive. He found a way to make a nest inside of the oven, but he was really, really close to one of the coils. And once the coils got a certain amount of heat, he realized it's really getting fucking hot in here. And I'm not too sure how to get out of here. And he panicked. And I think what happens sometimes is like he, he forgot his way out. Um, and it was like his little mouse engineering just failed him and he cooked alive in there. And then we didn't just like abandon the house after that point. We had to deal with that fucking shit <laughs> and we had to like, you know, clean out the stove, get the stove out. And, you know, I was scared as shit moving that stove, just knowing what was already in there at one point. So that was a good little moment right there. And we had to take out the pea stove cause they, um, name yeah they made it smell like pee in there and they um did that so little word of advice um for for those who are in the poverty circle as i was when i was growing up um check your stove before you bake for the first time in six months just start making noise kicking it do whatever you got to do but just just check it sometimes you don't want those extra condiments or those extra side dishes there but anyways Moving on, um, there have been no updates on the rat situation. The one in the closet is remaining in the closet. It's probably, you know, one of my one of my first listeners here. He's a rat. Um, building the fan base as we speak. But he seems to be just kind of like in there. He hasn't really poked his head out. Um, I think it's my, my big dumb voice that he is keeping him there. And I haven't heard the kitchen one either. And there's one in the kitchen. I've confirmed him. Uh, he's staying under the fridge right now. He's just kind of sitting in that corner. And then the one in the closet, he was like, hey, I'm just going to go check what's going on. Oh, there's a fucking guy here and he's doing a fucking podcast. What the fuck? So he's going to just kind of stay back and listen. And then I still haven't checked on the kids in the, in the couch. I haven't heard from them yet. I heard those little fuckers earlier. I believe we're dealing with some little bit of a... A little bit of an infestation, which transitions me to another Tony classic. Um, one time. Oh, OK. OK. That's cute. My my wife is doing a Boba Fett custom Air Force One job right now. And that's what we were, we were just working on that all cool and enjoying the moment and being romantic. And then. We heard murderous mouse and rats running around the house, and then they killed the vibe. We didn't have any more fun. Is that just an update? Is that the people? Nope, they are not here yet. They, they've updated us. We will be dealing with Rat Scapades 2021 for another couple of hours, apparently. So this might be a long episode, because I got to keep fucking talking. If not, I'll be overrun with rats. Um... Alright, this is kind of like a telethon and Growing up in the 90s You'd always like Have like random radio time When it's like the telethon and they're raising money And they're on, your favorite show is on Like like midnight and shit And you're just like, oh that's cool they, They're just trying to raise money And there was no actual like good fresh content It was just like the people you love Just trying to get you to give money to A non-profit But Yeah the television, not so much television as radio. So I was like, listen to radio, listen to the radio man. I thought the telephone was 
telethon is tele telephone and then you'd, you'd have you'd have people call and they'd be like i pledge a hundred dollars towards klrn or whatever and then you don't know what klrn is klrn is the call station letters for the san antonio version of pbs so sesame street um what else was on that sh- on that channel sesame street mr rogers who zoom? barney you know what zoom is? i don't know what zoom is is that like a super is that a, a 2000s show uh zoom is the show where they would do like all kinds of what i don't know what zoom is i missed that one we had um bill nye who was also known as the science guy. I do know Bill Nye the science guy. That's my, that's who we listen to, I, my era. And it had, like, a bunch of kids. Dude, experiments. Bunch of fucking nerds running around doing experiments, like, chemistry shit. Like, I don't know. Damn, the closest we had to that was Bill Nye. And then we had, um, the magic school bus where they shrunk into, like, a little speck and then they go inside people's this episode we're going inside of someone's butt you didn't see that one childhoods I've, I've always said this arnold is definitely a maga voter in 2020 arnold yeah hot hot opinion here yeah the redhead with the glasses yeah he's definitely rushing the white house a year ago Cause he looks like he could be like easily manipulated. Oh, okay. This is your first attempt at a custom Nike Air Force One job. There you go. <laughs> it's Boba Fett. What? The front? No, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It says Barron. Barron is my actual last name, even though I go by Tony Dubon. Tony Dubon is actually my wife's last name. It's a bit I do. <laughs> I go by her name. We're just checking to get. I'm getting really quiet on purpose. Because we have not had enough action. Is action? Okay. So rat fact number one. Rat fact number one, in the rat episode of 2021. Did you know? That rats, in order to remember how they got from point A to point B, ah, you ruined it. <laughs> Is that really what it That is? was the fact I was going to go for, yeah. They like to leave little droplets of pee so they can smell how to get back to wherever they need to go. So the little asshole in the closet... Before he comes out, when he comes out, he's gonna be like, "Oh, let me just take a little fresh little bit here," and he just drops like a little bit of urine as he walks. 
So basically, they just piss around your house all day. And guess what happens if you ever touch anything or eat anything where that piss was at? Not, not good. You won't die. You just won't like life very much. That's the best I can say. Um, so, um, okay, rat stories. Because my wife ruined the fun fact segment. Um, okay, one time, this is 19-year-old Tony just settling out on his own for the first time. And... What? Yeah, that was me right there. Yeah. My wife thought she she heard the some some movement. I think my voice is really keeping them where it's at. They're just really tuned into the episode. They're learning a little bit about themselves. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, um, 19-year-old Tony, and this is, the rats are going to love this story. 19-year-old Tony was uh, moving out on the first time for, with his friends. Uh, you know, you know, my friend Joe, um, me, young Joe. Um, my other friend, young Gabriel, um, we decided it would be a good idea as three 19 year old boys to just rent a house with, you know, all three of us as roommates. And at the time we looked at the house and it was like $300. It was, I think it was like $300 a month. Yeah. Go figure, go figure 2003. So like, it's not like it was. 1982 you know like that's pretty fucking low even back then so we're like all right 300 dollars. i mean fuck we can party over here we can just you know hold church services um talk about academics things like that was what we were into at the time so we would you know have academic parties of you know just reading out our favorite um literature to each other and then after we were done you know We'd, we'd have, you know, we'd, we'd go to bed and we, you know, never thought anything of it, wake up the next morning and it was fine. And then it went that way for maybe about a week or two. And then Joe, all of a sudden, mysteriously, and I questioned his, you know, his sexuality at this point, he always wanted to come to my room and, and go sleep with my room. And I was like, no, bro, I like, I like girls. But he still was like, you know what? Hey, um, can I, you know, there's a Spurs game. Can I come, to, you know, into your room and watch the Spurs game? And I was like, gay. And I didn't really understand why he did this. And, and then I was just kind of confused. But then. But you were so bored. That's. I was. I was wondering, like, I, okay, here's where my mind went with it is we're all like 18 19 first time leaving you know our mommy's house i figured joe just had some mommy separation so you know i was like you know what i'll let my home you know i'll let the homie stay on the couch um so he would like stay on the couch and sleep and i was always like why would he do that that's kind of gay but then one of my friends in the same room not like together like we're both straight men yeah. little side note my, my wife likes to like put me in these like super awkward gay situations like in her head I don't like, 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 
like now this is a good example of this where i'm just trying to say like i was always wondering when my friend wanted to sleep in the same room as me when he has his own goddamn room across the hall come to find out joe had this so come to find out joe had like a situation like where he was like eating pizza on his bed and then he like got up to go like masturbate or whatever it is we do as men when we get up and then he got back down he came back to his room to enjoy the rest of his pizza and guess what wasn't there anymore an entire fucking slice of pizza so in that short amount of time that he went to go get a soda or change his oil or whatever random thing he went to go do he came back and there was no fucking slice of pizza now yeah that was clue number one Clue number two came um, when one of my friends was, um, he was uh, taking, I think he was taking a shower and then he just came out the shower really quick. And then when he jumped out, when he walked out the shower, he walked into like the living room and I guess he didn't really like catch it, but at first, and then he just like kind of looked around and he noticed there was about two three there were three different rats just like variously just like they were furniture or something like they were like decorations on the wall they were just like randomly ah we got one what where where he just poked his head out is he coming this way no am i yelling helping yes get over there Go. fuck out of here i do not have time for you no is it coming out no it's not he's he just like went like what the fuck is this Shut! Oh my God, he's right there, and he just ran back in. Babe, I can't handle rats. I know I can't handle rats either. Like I can't. I've never. I, I have a long historic history with rats. Babe, I don't have a history with rats. I don't. But that's how you keep them away. That's the best way. So, um. Anyways, Gabriel walked out one day and he just was like, oh, my God, we have rats. Like there was just rats everywhere. And it's almost like the second that moment happened, like that was just the official like the rats just do not give a fuck about us. And at that point. It was rats every night, every night. There was a fucking something in the kitchen falling over. There was something fucking you would just notice like shit just being fucking like the trash can trash bags were just getting torn. Ah, go over there. Those are the sound I make when rats come. Ah! Stop! Is it really coming? Yeah. I'll leave. He keeps poking his fucking head out. You're not coming out. How big is it? I'm gonna throw something at that closet. How big is it? Uh, little. He's like a little mouse. Ah! Just threw something over there. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Just so he knows, he smells my scent. Um, so yeah, rat story number two. Um, anyways, the, the rat thing kind of ended one faithful night. Um, I was getting up for my shift at Motorola, which is at the time now it's called Continental over here. And, uh, it was basically everyone in Seguin where I live knows this job is like a six to six. You always work six to six. So I was getting up at 4.30 in the morning one day um, And For some fucking dumb reason Joseph's up Joe's up, And 
his engineering or his, his beautiful idea was to get the glue traps. The glue traps will, you know, they're the most humane. They'll allow the rat to, you know, kind of you can take them off in the field. I guess the logic behind these fucking things. Um, the rat is so fucking glued to that thing. You're going to have to rip it off with your bare fucking hands to be able to let him free or whatever the fuck. So that's first off, that's just no reason to do that. Here's what I proceeded to do. Joe, Mr. Glue Trap, um, he was just like, what the fuck? Oh, my God, I don't know what to do. This fucking rat. And Tony, who's been dealt with rats his entire life, um, he quickly realized, like, the only way that we're going to move forward here, because every time I try to fucking, like, grab this fucking thing, it hisses at me. I don't want to catch rabies and die a violent, bloody death. So here's what we do. Um, I've got a baseball bat and I am going to go ahead and try to hit this thing in the, in the head with a baseball bat. Right. So whack number one, whack number two, whack number three, squeak, squeak, squeak. These are all misses. Every single one of them was a complete fucking miss. I could not hit this thing with the baseball bat for to save my fucking life. And they were all really, like, powerful, good, trying to fucking kill it hits. Could not hit it. It was just fucking wandering on, moving all over the fucking place. So, next up, I needed to make sure I could just get a very good fucking clean hit. And it needed to be a little small, powerful, blunt-type trauma. So, I got a hammer. The amount of blood that came out of this fucking rat... Just I that is going to stick with me for the rest of my life. That is one of my major rat traumas is the amount of blood that came out of this fucker that now someone needed to clean up. But guess who had to go to fucking work? That's right. Your boy. So I heroically just carried the fucking dead rat out. That was the deal I made. And Joe had to clean up the disgusting rat blood. I don't know what he did. I don't know how he fucking cleaned it. Not my fucking concern. So um, end of the story was... Um, he put about six or seven of those motherfuckers out there, and then there was just a bunch of six to seven stuck rats. Guess what we did? Three boys who don't even really need to live there. We only got that place for studying and for academia um, and for just general good guy stuff. So we didn't really need to stay there. Not one of us fucking showed up for about three, four weeks. We let the rats sit there in their glue traps. Guess what we came back to? Bigger rats eating the rats? No rats. And the glue traps were gone. They ate ate themselves. Something I've learned. Rats eat each other. You will never see rat tip number two. You will never see a dead rat, usually. Why? Because if a rat dies, another rat just comes and starts eating it. Rats eat each other all the fucking time. They just eat each other. If you see a dead rat, that means a rat looked at it, assessed whether or not they should eat it, and then came to the conclusion that this rat is so fucking disgusting and full of so much fucking nasty bile, I'm not even going to eat it. I'm going to let it pass. I'm going to just walk away. That is how nasty a rat is if you see it. Switching over, just a quick update on the window. Even though I was told they wouldn't be here for another couple hours, I just want to look every five minutes. No update. They're still not here.
It's me and the rats and my beautiful wife and this poor kid. He's fine. He doesn't seem to really be all that concerned with anything. It's just us adults who know what's going on. Anyways, um, so I got to rat story number two. We got rat fact number two out. Number three out. Number two. Okay, here's rat fact number three. Did you know that rats will have almost like a classism or like a pecking order? And what it is is like there's like the old wise rat. And he's like kind of like the, the dominant king rat. And then there's like the little peons, like the little pawns. And what will happen is a lot of the smart older rats will just kind of like trick or manipulate the younger rats into thinking something is safe or thinking, you know what, go ahead, you go ahead, you go ahead and grab that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just sit back. And they do that normally so that that rat, that younger one will get fucking eaten or killed or whatever. And they do it almost as of a way of like kind of maintaining their their status in a way. But it's it's such a cool thing that they do is that they find a way to, you know, just kind of tell the younger, dumber rat like, hey, you go ahead. I'll just sit here and watch what happens to you. And then they'll sit there for like three days and just kind of stick to that one mouse that they let eat whatever it was there. And they'll watch him and they'll watch him until he dies and then from poison or whatever it is he ate. And then they'll be like, you know what? I learned something today. I am not going to eat that poison. And rat fact number three. There's, they're elitists. Rats are elitists. Um, okay, let's see what our time is at. 29 minutes into this fucking fear carnival that we're on. How you doing, baby? Very good. Um, so, yeah, we're, she's working on a South Park shoe for me. Um, she's got, like, pretty much, like, one side's Kenny. The other side is Kyle. And then on the other shoe, it's got one side that's Stan. And then the other side is the lovable carpet. I love it. It's her first attempt at really, like, doing some badass shoe art. And she's going to only get better with time. What doesn't get better with time is a rat problem. If you do not address it immediately, you have to close off all of the main ways into your house. You have to make sure there's no food on the floors, no food on the tables that you can hop tables. Make sure that there's no extra food sitting on the counters. You have to make sure that, you know, you pretty much have everything secure. Um, another thing, too, it's, it's always a good tip, good, helpful tip to smash a rat the second you see it. That way it doesn't reproduce immediately. Um, a rat can have up to, I believe, you know, what, let's, let's bring in Dr. Google. This is for the listeners. Da, 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 da. Tony is just do, 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 do. We should buy them a rat snake. They exist. And like release it in their home. I don't think they'd appreciate that. No. Okay. No, something 
about choosing a rat or a snake crawling around in the floor? Does it really sound like a problem solution? <laughs> yeah. I guess we shouldn't have a snake. Or, a female rat typically births six litters a year, consisting of up to 12 rat pups. So, if you're doing all that math, that's about 1,250 rats in an entire year that can come from just one female rat. Wait, how many? 1,250 in one year. A, a rat, it can have up to six litter, six litters in a year, consisting of up to twelve pups. Although five to ten is more common. Yeah, but it math. Meaning that a population can swell from two rats to one thousand two hundred and fifty in one year, with the potential to grow exponentially. And that is basically. Wow, that math doesn't make sense. Twelve. That's baby brothers and six. sisters having sex and also reproducing along with their mom. You get it. It's just like, it's just like one big fuck show for these rats. Um, anyways, so yeah, it's rat fact number three. Um, this is a really good show. This is probably my best show so far. Um, okay, let's let's bump it up a, a little bit. I'm gonna go into the closet and see if I can catch one of the rats with my bare hands. <laughs> fuck, never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. Fuck y'all. Um, so we're trying to keep the rats where they're at. I've seen multiple pop-ups out of the closet. Um, I've seen multiple pop-ups out of the fr- under the fridge, which is, you know, usually like, it's kind of like the, the Walmart for rats, I would assume, just to be under your fridge. You probably have a rat under your fridge right now if you're listening. They're very common. I believe they're the fastest growing, one of the faster growing animals in North America. Other than the coyote, of course. Um, what else can I tell you about rats? Um, the Black Plague. The rats are uh, actually directly responsible for the death of over uh, one third of the continental Europe area. You know, the known continental Europe area in the 1600s actually wiped out one third of the population because of these fucking things. I think what happened was is people were just like, kind of like in New York City present day, just kind of throwing their trash out in the front. And the rats would just get worse and worse with the population. It would just <laughs> continue to like kind of have a place to go, have a food source. And it's really the food source more than anything that allows these assholes to grow. Um, so, yeah. And if you don't, I guess, get the tone there. Basically, New York will completely be overrun with rats at some point. I believe there's more rats than actual human beings inside of the city of New York. Underneath the city of New York, sorry. Um, oh, here we go. A fun fact. Fun rat fact. Um, there's a video on YouTube. Oh, that's cool. That's uh, Kyle. Yeah, I like how the little padding, like the little padding at the very top of the shoe kind of like creates a hat. The beanies that they have, it kind of helps you with that beanie. Like, look, it looks like a beanie. Oh, baby's moving. Everyone fucking chill. We're going to get through this episode together, everybody. The baby is not going to wake up. That would suck, right? Having to worry about a baby while a bunch of rats running around. It's a fucking mess.
that thing that babies do where they like look, they like make the most movements. He's going to sleep. We're babysitting kids and I can hear them. They're up there making noise. Alright, I'm just... He still looks like he's gonna wake up. Fuck. He opened his eyes. I'm not gonna maintain eye contact with him. He looks like a wrestler whenever they get a, a ladder hit over their head. They do that little dance. It looks like they're about to get up, but they're not. I think he's back down for the count. Oh, he's coughing. Fuck. Fuck. He's gonna want our attention. He's gonna want our attention. Fuck. Go to sleep. Did he say... It sounded like he said no to me. Did y'all hear that? Rat fact number four. Um, one it really... know I'm here. I fucking hate rats, guys. 
anyways very good uh very good video and i really suggest you guys check it out on youtube um you just have you can search it just by the keywords and it'll, the keywords pretty much point out the the entire video the keywords is new york city rat eats pigeon if you look at this it's a very interesting video it's pretty much this poor fucking penguin i mean uh pigeon they would eat a penguin if they could it's this poor fucking pigeon that like a rat has gotten a hold of and it's like screaming for its life and the rat's just like nah fucker i got you and it's a big fucking rat it's like the size of a, of a cat i really suggest you guys look at that very good rat education it just kind of shows you that they'll eat fucking anything if they're big enough and they can actually you know attack it um yeah that was a rat fact right yeah rat fact so we're continuing on <laughs> this is the ratathon 2021 i think that's the second or third title i've given it ratapalooza Rat-a-tat-tat Fest Um Yeah Um The baby's doing a complete 360 He, he looked left, he looked right He didn't see anybody he knew He's going right back down He's going right back down I hope I don't know it's like the universe is just trying to tell me to give up. It put me in a place covered. You know, there's a bunch of rats running around. And there's a sleeping baby. The fuck do I do? You know? Like, I have to stay quiet. If not, I'll wake up. But if I stay quiet, they'll keep fucking moving. And I have to fucking see them. This is like Blair Witch Project right now. I'm so fucking scared. That was a joke. I'm not that scared. Anyways, um, looks like the baby's back to sleep. I can kind of start slowly picking the voice back up. Just to make sure these fucking monsters don't surround us. Um, okay. Growing up, my best friend Ray and me. We used to frequently um, have little conversations, just kind of hang out. And just It was like our clubhouse. Um, it was our thing to just kind of like walk over in the backyard to the fence and then just be like, hey. And then like our windows were like right there. So whenever one of us would be like screaming, hey, Ray, you know, like Ray would like walk out. And that was, I guess, what the fuck we did instead of calling each other on the phone. We'd just be like, Ray, and then Ray would walk out, and then we'd, like, hang out on the on the fence for a while. And it was, like, our way of, because we lived in a time before text. It was, like, 1994. So it would have cost, like, $3,000 to text each other at the time. <laughs> and a wizard would have been required as well, I believe, or a time machine. But yeah, we just wouldn't we wouldn't text each other. We'd just go scream out in the back, hey, Ray, until so Ray showed up, <laughs> or he'd go like Tony, 
And I don't know what, like, we would do if, like, the other person wasn't home, you know, like, they actually had a fucking life. And we would just sit out there for 10 minutes screaming. It'd sound like a, like a porno or something, just someone shouting out someone's name over and over. And that was what we would do. We would just sit there and just, like, all till it got dark. And... This is when it was time for us to to stop. When it was time for us to kind of like be like, you know what? All right, bro, it's getting kind of late out here. Once the rats started crossing the fence back and forth, because it was this giant tree, it was full of moss. So it was just like a little rat heaven. And during the daytime, you know, you wouldn't even think anything of it. But once that night hits, those little niggas are active. They would just kept going back and forth, back and forth. And one time i mean one time yeah one of them literally i was just like standing there and one of these assholes literally was like i don't even care about your existence like i don't know what you are i'm going right like we were just standing there and this little asshole just crawled right in front of both of our faces and we both were like ah this is like mind you we're like 10 11 so we both just fucking took off running my dumbass grabbed a a rock <laughs> And I would sit there with the rock and just, like, wait for them to cross. And then I would just pick them off. And I'd pick them off. Pick one off. Pick one off. And then, um, yeah, that was pretty fucking weird. <laughs> that was pretty dumb. Um, but I would just sit. We would just sit there. And every time in, there were times where he'd come over to my house. And it'd be, like, right around nightfall. We're like, hey, you want to throw some rocks at the rats? And then we would just sit there and just try to hit them as they crossed. It was kind of fun. It was really good for my baseball aim. It's like kind of like when you see a runner and you're just trying, you got to make that like kind of lead the the runner, if you will. Really good practice for that. Just update. Nobody has shown up to rescue us from this house of horrors. This is our number, our number one. 45 minutes in. We've... We've seen three different rat um, appearances on this podcast so far. Um, it's been the little fuckers running out from underneath the dryer, just checking the situation. It's not. It's not good, guys. Go back inside. Maybe, you know, decide to be another animal. Wait for your parents to get home, and then you can come out. Um, but yeah, we're just, I'm just going to keep talking. This is kind of, I hit a point where I was like dancing. I was like doing pretty much like a performance for these fucking assholes. I was doing like Bruno Mars for them. Um, just different songs to just try to keep making noise. But then I realized, you know what? It's been a while since I had a podcast and I'm really good at just sitting there and and talking. And usually I get interrupted by things. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and just talk my, my head off. So these little assholes can just kind of stay where they're at. And I can go home, and then it'll be one of the longer podcasts I've ever had, apparently. Because when I did this, I thought, oh, maybe I'll just be here for 20, 30 minutes doing a podcast. But no, they're going to be gone for a minute. And I'm not going to sleep, you know? I'm not laying on the ground and, you know, we're not going to play Connect. We're not going to play Twister anytime soon, me and the wife. So I'm just going to sit here and talk. I'm a podcast for my life, basically. This is pretty much like, yeah, I'm podcasting for my life. I'm a hero. 
I'm protecting everybody with my voice, my golden brown voice. It's it's not what I chose, but it's what chose me. And every real hero just, you know, they, they get the calling after they've been chosen and then they go the way that they're going. And then, like, I've kind of been talking about this entire episode, bringing it back full circle. I was made for this. I was raised in the rats, you know? I, I'm not like you who, you know, I'm not like everyone else that, like, was... I guess from had to find the rat. This is I'm trying to do the the Bane scene from from Batman where he's like I was born in the darkness. You just got used to it. Y'all just got used to the rats. I was born in the rats. <coughs> the wife's taking over cuz my voice is getting dry. Um yeah, so this is my mission. This is why I was born. To protect people from rats. And to inform the audience and the world on, on the the dangers and also the 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 um the dangers and the wonders of rats. Um fun fact. Rats can jump. No, you know what? I'm not even gonna do that one right now. Um so one time I was, um, ooh, here's a fun rat story. Yes. The baby moved. I think he's, I think he's getting tired, tired of the rat stories. No, he's good. He's good. So, once upon a time, in a little town called Seguin, thunder, 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 um, there was a KFC. And they put the KFC in the middle of town. <laughs> and what would happen? This I had three homeboys that worked here. And what happened was, was, was. Every night, about 11 p.m. This is back when, oh, it wasn't a, a KFC back then. It was a McDonald's, yeah. Every night, the McDonald's on Court Street in Seguin. Not the one that they have now, but the one they used to have a long time ago. There's now a Texas Med Clinic there. <coughs> Over there by the subway. Kind of close by the hospital, hospital, hospital. It was a little rumor that, you know, I didn't grow up in the social media age. But now in the social media age, you're going to come across a lot of videos of when people turn off the lights at a restaurant. That is one of the most courageous walks you will ever make. I didn't have to make this walk, but I knew a lot of people, at least three, four different individuals who have sworn in testament that whenever you would turn off the lights, you had to run. If you walked, if you're like little old Betsy trying to walk as quickly as you can, rats were going to be going up your pants. That was what everyone said. These rats were so, they were pretty much triggered by the light. The second the light went out, they would just start running around. And if you were there two, three seconds in the same spot you were just standing in, fuck, you'd be covered 
your feet would just be there'd just be rats and people fucking ate out of this building people you know there was this it was that was what it belonged to the rats at night i like to think that at night they would have like a little rat McDonald, and and the, the little rat cashier would be like, squeeze, 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 and then like one of the little rat, you know, customers would be like, oh, I would like a, a rat pounder with cheese, and then like they would just sit there and like do like ratatouille kind of like just cook up for their homies, and it'd be like you know like a very fun, festive little McDonald's situation for rats. That's what I thought. Anyways. Turns out they closed down that building at some point. No longer, ma- they were like, you know what? This is very bad spot to, to put a McDonald's. So they went ahead and they went ahead and moved the McDonald's across the street. And what happened to the building? You might ask. Well, wasn't condemned. It was not. You know, the whole town being like, you know what, we really should just, you know, let's go ahead and turn this thing down or let's stop running businesses out of here. No, after it was a McDonald's, it was a Popeye's, then it was a, um, it was a Popeye's, then it was a KFC, then it was a, um, they had another restaurant out of there. I forget what the, it was a burger place. I think they had a Burger King there too. Yeah, it was a Burger King for a little bit. And then they turned it into a, well, it is currently, it is a, um, like a med clinic. So people now, what we as a town have done is we said, you know what, that place is full of rats. We should make it a medical center now for people to, you know, go get healthy. <laughs> Like, we did the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to close the building down to condemn it. And then, like, the rat problem will go away once they turn it, tear it all down and put asphalt over it. It'll just go away. We didn't do that. We're like, we should make this into, like, one of the most sterile type of environments that you would expect. Only with rats. So what I like to believe now, every night at 11, 11 p.m., that all of the little rats from the neighborhood with their little boo-boos broken little rat tails they like to line up in that and then all the little rat doctors and the little rat ma's and their little scrubs i you know i i i am all i need my son don't need you i don't need no man a bunch of little rats and the scrubs with their nails no nails done their hoop earrings that's what i like to imagine did you say it sound racist yeah I did not once mention an ethnicity there. Thank you very much. (laughs) Gianna, the Italian MA, who has her hoop earrings and her extra two-inch nails. Frederica, the... The the uh, the French, the French m- medical assistant. I'm trying. Not all medical assistants with um, baby daddies and long nails are are black and Mexican or and Latina, Latinx.
I am woke. I say Latinx. Yes. The Kenny looks badass. She did a little Kenny. He looks cool. Kyle aged horribly. He's all wrinkly looking. (laughs) Something happened to Kyle. Just a quick update on the situation outside. We do not have any parents showing up. We are not being rescued at this time. It is just me and the rats. The rats are circling. Me and my wife and the rats and the baby. The baby has since been enveloped with rat. No, he hasn't. He's fine. I have not seen the baby in several hours. The rats have told me they're taking her to the queen. Taking him to the queen. Where he will become the new rat king. And rule the underworld. Never mind, he's just sleeping. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. Anyone who looks at those will know they're South Park. I think that's the goal here. The orange actually ended up being my favorite. Yeah, the orange looks cool. Even <laughs> the orange was was early on <laughs> the worst one. My wife has left me alone with the rats. The rats are now surrounding. Your wife is right here. Oh, okay, hey. I was getting pretty dark already. Yeah. When you walked out, yeah. It's your first time on the podcast. I know. Mm. It's not my favorite. Mm. It's, yeah, I, I don't know why you introduced me with the rat infestation. I really wish we would have had your first podcast under different circumstances. Yes. <laughs> but at this point, it's podcast or die. And I choose to podcast. I literally Yeah, you were here since what time? Noon? 11 Nooner It is now 11 We are going into The 58th Minute of the podcast Um I know I got more good rat content Um Uh here's one for For the sentimentals out there When I was in the fourth grade our science teacher had this like cool little thing that she would do where she would let us take some of the you know the classroom's pets home so we had like a gerbil we had a hamster we would get to take home um i think she had a uh, what was the other one a, a guinea pig and then she had a mouse a little white mouse and you know your boy used to you know i always used to sign up and i every week i i i you know i wanted the the the, the hamster i wanted the guinea pig those are the two i was the most into i signed up for those i would never get them because my teacher was probably racist but i would never get them and i always wanted those two animals and one day it turned out i got i got an animal but it was it was the mouse My mom took it like a champ, and I had this mouse all fucking weekend, and I remember, like, watching the Cowboys game. I remember even just, like, hanging out with this mouse. I spent all fucking weekend with this mouse. It was, like, my best friend. Had it on my shoulder. I had it on, you know, I had it everywhere. I was, like, it was, 
it was my best friend for that weekend. And I remember, like, I was, I remember giving the mouse back, and I asked, like, you know, like, can I, can I take the mouse another weekend, or can I, I actually like the mouse? And the teacher, I don't know what the fuck she told me. She didn't tell me the truth. She told me some dumb lie. And short story, I mean, long story short, the mouse was for the snake. There was a snake in the class. It was never intended to be like my pet or it was never intended to be something I bonded with. It was intended to be just like, leave it there. So take it home so the snake don't eat it this weekend. We need it for like next Wednesday. Anyways, one day I walked into the class and the teacher, you know, knowing I just bonded with this stupid fucking rat. Um, the teacher earlier that day had decided that, you know, we're going to put the mouse in there and we're going to have, you know, snake day and we're going to get to see the snake kill the mouse. The mouse made it past first period, past second period, past third period. I think I had him fifth period. So the whole fucking day, the mouse and the rat were just in a cage together. So I would have preferred that the rat got killed before I got there, personally. Seeing as I'm the individual that actually bonded with the rat the entire fucking weekend. Are you still emotional about this? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, I walk into this fucking class. To go see my little friend. What did I name him? I even know what I named him. What was it? Ben. Because there was a Michael Jackson song. Back when he was a Jackson 5. The baby's moving. The baby's fucking moving. Did y'all hear that clapping? In the middle of the shushing of the baby? Someone peeked his head out. There's this brown one. There's this brown motherfucker. He's not like the other one. There's two. For sure. We should not leave the baby. We should not leave the baby. So, I walk... No, no one knows who the baby is. Um, so <laughs> anyways, so fourth grade Tony walks into his classroom, all, um, all like pure, not really seeing any any harm or danger in the world, just loving, and just thinking like I want to see my little friend Ben, who I've named now. They've allowed me to fucking name, and I want to see what you know. I'm coming in my class to go see Ben. And guess where the fuck Ben is at? He's hiding behind the fucking rock. I never got to Oh, yeah, that's fine. He's hiding behind the fucking rock. And as I walk up, guess who the fuck decides to be hungry? So I spent the entire fucking class watching this fucking asshole snake eat my friend Ben. Did you tell your mom? I think I did tell my mom that story. Did your mom get mad? Yeah, she got mad at the science teacher and they had a talk. Okay, cool. Because I would have been so pissed at the mom. <laughs> so anyways, after, I've, so 
after I've uh, latched on and onto this mouse, this little white cute mouse with the red, the ones with the red eyes. Uh, why are you, where are you going? She's walking into the kitchen, which is where we know you can walk over there. And I think it's available to you over there if you go this way. I think I did. Yeah. They're like hanging on something right there. Do you see it? No. Oh, okay. Where? I thought it'd be easier to really get, but I don't like think it. The... No, it's gonna be when you walk in there. Mm-hmm. It's not that close. I thought it was right there in front of you, and it's not. So. What are you talking about? I hung them. How does any of this help? I hung your the shoelaces on some random thing that was above the sink. You're standing kind of where the sink was at. I figured it was there. It's gonna be somewhere else. Yeah, just make big old steps. They don't want to be squished by you. They really don't. I would talk. They're gonna be on the left side of that sink. Okay, I'll walk over there and get them. I can't see them because I'm sitting down. Left side of that sink is where I put them. I, I left, left them right there. You've been there so long, I feel like you should have seen it by now. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So did you cry after you saw the thing? Yes, I cried for many days. Yes. Why did she just let you keep it? The the rat? Yes. I guess they couldn't afford another two dollar rat. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, that was a good trauma for me when I was a young, younger kid. Like why would she Because a rat was there specifically for the snake. It was a class snake. His name was his name was Fucktard or whatever, and we had to give the class name my rat that I bonded with and imprinted on already. Okay. Hell yeah. It looked very bouncer hunty-ish. Boba Fett. Yes. Yes. I want the laces to be brown. Yeah. We can go order some that are like that brown, brown tan. I think we can get them at a Walmart. Do you have the views? Yeah, I don't even need to do that. Um. Okay. So we are here. Our number one has just been completed of Radapalooza. Yeah, you don't want to sit on that couch. All right. One. Yeah, I can hear you. I see you too. One day, me and my dad were doing some yard work. I was kind of older at this point, at least 17, 18. And 
we had this like big old pile of wood that we kind of always had there in turns out this pile of wood probably sat there like five five weeks five years i mean five whole years um my dad doesn't barbecue i think i've only seen him barbecue one time and that was like in 1992 and then we've never you know i live in south south texas so it snowed last year but before that the last snow we had was in 1984 i think yeah 1985 actually january of 1985 um i was about seven months old that was the last fucking time it snowed so what possessed my dad to have this four foot tall probably about 10 feet wide um giant stack of wood what possessed him to do that i don't know i don't know we've never had any situation that would call for that but we always had that giant stack of wood there and uh, one day my dad just up and decided that he wanted to have a barbecue. So we cleared out all that wood. We started to kind of like one by one by one it. As your boy got towards the end of it, he could hear that sound, that all familiar sound. That squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. It wasn't a, a nest of birds. It wasn't anything good. It was a giant little nest of rats. And they just took off running all kinds of rats in all kinds of directions. And me and my dad were left standing there after these mothers had abandoned their children. We were left standing there with about 20 little pinkies. About 20 little pinkies. What would you do? So me and my dad raised these little pinkies. We gave them a good home for about 30 years and then we released them into the wild once they were old and had lived fulfilled lives. No, we scooped them up with a trash can and threw them in a dumpster. All of them. So just another little bit of trauma for me. <coughs> little baby rats who had no choice of where they were, um, where they were at. They had no idea what life was. They had yet to run out. They had yet to experience anything. And your boy just like threw them in a big old dumpster and then just through all kinds of sand and all kinds of fucking shit to kill them. That's what you got to do when you've got that many little rats on there. And no one loves rats. And I don't think that... Ben was a... Um, he was an albino mouse. So... Ah! No, you're good. You're good. I'm only going to make that noise to keep them in there. And if I see any movement, I will make that noise. But if I continue to make that noise and I tell you to start moving or running, then you can <laughs> then you need to know that <laughs> it's not working anymore and they've grown tired of us. But yeah, he's still in there. Anyways, yeah, rat story number five at this point. Tony has to kill 20 pinkies because they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. We didn't use any of the wood for the barbecue. We went out and bought our own. Because I remember making a comment and that comment just stuck with everyone. And I don't want to say it right now because I don't want to like make my wife all grossed out. But I made a certain comment and at that point nobody was eating the wood. Um, you want to know what I said? I don't believe we should eat any of the, the wood because it's probably covered in rat placenta. Yeah, that's 
right? You wouldn't want to eat after your seventh. Right? It was a very dark day, but we still had asada. <laughs> yeah, we still had a nice little cute asada outside with our le- much less wood than that. And my dad never, never started another wood pile again after that. Rat fact number six. Um, <laughs> I eat it here. Uh, fun rat fact number six. The fact that you know so much stuff about rats is turning me off. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Uh, like it's just extremely well. I don't believe. I don't believe. Like, how do I put this? The odds of getting lucky on rat night, anyways, are not that good, right? No. But so I'm definitely not at all. Um, fun f- rat fact number five. There is actually a thing called the year of the rat. It is the first of 12 animals on the Chinese Zodiac. I was born in 1984, a.k.a. the year of the rat. I think I'm also a rat child. Let's find out if my wife is a rat child, as we've now labeled ourselves. (laughs) Rat Zodiac years. But yeah, fun fact... I am a rat when it comes to, um, my wife was born in 1994, 1996 was the year of the rat, so 1994 would That's be, funny. Natalie's a rat child, that was... she's a rat, uh, 1994 is the year of the dog, oh, okay. woof woof, so what that means is if you have a friend who was born in 1984, 1996, and you currently are in illegal activity she with needs them. To go to sleep. I'm gonna go turn it off. Oh, we've got developments. The kids are moving. I don't know why I'm hearing y'all have a whole ass conversation right now. The kids are having a whole ass conversation. It's just midnight. I don't know. Anyways. As I was saying, it's very important to remember if you have a friend that was born in 1984, 1996, um, 2008, 2020, even 1972 or 1960, those people are not your friends. They are actually out to turn you into the cops. They are rats. Very hopeful that the Chinese Zodiac identifies these people. And if you are in any major drug deals or criminal proceedings with one of these people you're better off just shooting them now that's just my own little disclaimer you're the rat very important to remember when you're picking your friends um yeah nothing but knowledge here today nothing but facts straight facts from the source um it's really for the culture i do all this for the culture and for the uh, for the culture um, um, 
I have to keep making noise while I think. Um. Um. <laughs> um. When I was. When I was a young warthog. Oh, the mice are surrounding me now with my beautiful, majestic voice. I can just sing them out of the house now. Yeah. No. No. They're not coming to me. It's not working like I wanted it to. Um, fun rat stories. Fun rat stories. Fun rat story. Um... Have I? Yeah, I told that one. When I was, I had to been in high school, so it was probably like sixteen. Um, very good year for rats. Very good year for rats. They were very prominent. They were having a good little run. Um, and one of them got into our house. And it was a big fucker. And I think what happened was, um, when I was like 16, I like, I was for better use, you know, better use of words. I was a a little, I was a little stoner and I, yeah, cause it's, I was 16. It's fine. Statue of limitations. Um, yeah, so I'm probably, you know, walking in, you know, just zoned out, you know, definitely just not, not the most astute and most, ah, ah, where is it? He poked his head out, poked his head out, cute, 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 cute. I love them. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. Yes. Even with the white laces. Got your old names on there. Yeah. Even with the white laces, they look cool. Yeah. It like makes them look newer. Um. So yeah, sixteen-year-old Tony obviously left the door open, and you know my parents didn't really know why or what happened, but six, six, six. 16-year-old Tony, you know, went outside to check the weather really quickly. And then he walked back in once he gathered more data about the weather. And he probably left the fucking door wide open. And another thing, too, my brother had this bad habit, too. It was one of us little assholes. Had this bad habit of, like, just, like, he'd go out on the phone and talk and he'd always just like leave the door hanging open, and I'd be very mad because he'd be like out on the phone, on outside on the phone for like till like three in the morning sometimes, and I'd be like, you know, something's like crawled in by now, like there's probably a whole raccoon in our fridge or something right now, and you're just on the phone, like what the fuck? Anyways, one of these, one of us two little shits uh, left the door open one day, and a rat got in, and this is not your normal rat. It was the size of a cat. I know it because I actually carried it 
on its final voyage out of into the world. Um, but it was a heavy fucker. It was the size of a cat. It had to be the size of a cat. And this son of a bitch got into our house and ran up our cable bill, was using up all the internet, and, you know, was had throwing torta parties all night. And we eventually got a hold of it and cornered it into my mom's um, closet by using, I think we used peanut butter. We threw a bunch of peanut butter on some traps and this thing was smart enough to be able to get some of this peanut butter off without actually getting in the trap and catching it. Or what we did is we threw like little things up to, up to, to bait it, if you will. But it was really smart and it avoided the actual traps and it would just, you know, get the little like, I think she threw like apples or something in there with peanut butter. And it ended up in there and there was like some traps and it avoided all the traps. It was fine. And then we, as soon as like she heard it, kind of, she said like in the middle of the night, she woke up and she could hear it on the dresser. And then she heard it like knock over something and then she could hear doom, 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 doom. I'ma hide in the closet, nigga, or whatever, like, whatever random thing this rat did made the most noise, and it was like, I'ma come over here, man, and so it, like, went over there, and it went into the closet, and it's, like, it was, like, running around, like, it was doing the most in this closet, and we, I were able to close the door, it was, like, a sliding glass door, we were able to slide that glass door open, and I remember telling my mom, like, there's this rat's gonna go right under this thing like there's a little crack right there my mom was a hundred percent confident that this fat giant rat was not gonna get through the crack and i was like what the fuck how big is this rat and she was like i saw it it looked like a cat it was like i thought a whole ass cat was walking around in here i could hear him run to the to the closet like literally just hear every step on his way to the closet so we left it in there with the traps and what happened is it was so smart that it just it didn't touch the traps and one day you know we we realized like we're gonna have to throw another trap in there because the peanut butter already had dried it had been like a two three days and it was just like who knows where just like nestled into the corner of the of the closet and we would peek in there and he wouldn't really come out and then um, one day, um, we just kind of like slid it open real quick and threw a trap in there and slid it in there real quick and then closed it. And a day went by, nothing. And my mom just could hear the most activity in there at night. Like she could just literally hear him scratching doors. Um, she could hear the little ripping of clothes in her closet. Like, like this thing was just like the Hulk basically just like going like oh i'm angry in her closet it was just a giant fucker and long story short that rat is still in there and we've never checked on it i saw what happened um we believe um it has now started its own podcast and 
and it, no, just kidding. Um, like two, three days later, snap in the middle of the night, like four in the morning, snap. And we heard it. And what basically what happened is this poor fucking rat just like committed suicide, knowingly committed suicide because this thing, like I said, for four days knew there was a trap, knew there was peanut butter, but it was ready to fight. It was like, now nah, fuck this. I'm doing some important work here. You know, this is my house now. I've got some additions I want to make to the house, possibly change the walls. He fully expected to be fine. He was going to stick it out. But as time went on, it got hungry. It got thirsty. I'm sure it got, you know, agitated, frustrated a little bit. You know, I'm sure there was some. I, I do, do rats have um, claustrophobia? I bet they do, you know? I bet a rat lives a pretty liberal, free life, and they can do what they want. And if you trap them in a closet, I bet they go mad, you know? So this rat wrote a letter that said, you know, I... I, I ah! He was heading your way, baby. He was heading your way. That's his little piss path. You're good now. That's my little rat detractor noise that I make. Anyways, um, so yeah, the rat pretty much got annoyed, got pretty, pretty upset. And it chose to take its own life. It didn't want to go through another few days of that. It saw the peanut butter and knew what was going to happen when the peanut butter touched its, its lips. It knew that it would be the last taste that it got. And once again, 20 years later and here in the future, I am stuck with a fucking rat staring at me in this fucking closet. He wants to get out. He can get out. He's very capable of it. But he sees this giant fucking human being just sitting outside for no reason talking to it. And I'm sure that's freaking it the fuck out. So what I'm hoping is going to happen is that this rat is going to get so tired of my podcast it is going to want to kill itself. It's going to find the gun that we have hidden in this house and it's going to blow its brains out. I'll keep you guys updated if that's what happens. That's what I hope happens. We're getting updates. I've seen three. Yeah. We hear them all crying and screaming in your couch. 
And then y'all have a bunch in the kitchen. There's one that lives underneath the dishwasher, one that lives underneath the um, the Fridge. refrigerator. Yeah, and then the ones that you guys have in the closet. The ones in the closet are the most aggressive ones. Like those are the ones that keep coming out and like checking on baby. <laughs> so um, I wouldn't leave baby down here by myself. We've already been testing it ourselves. We'll like walk away over here by the stairs and they'll pop out. I've been talking. My throat hurts. I've been talking this And we know, we know the difference between mice and rats, and you guys have, like, rats. It's a tail in the ears. They're babies. Oh, you can't have her have her. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I was like, wait, I wasn't gifting her to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, you have just witnessed the rat episode. Uh, there is going to be another rat episode being released in 2022. Um, this is That was the 2021 version. We're of course releasing it in, in 2022 because that's the way our show works. But uh, yeah, we that is the infamous rat episode. Uh, we did survive the night. The child unfortunately did not. Um... She, the child was enveloped with rats at the end of that um, and we were not able to get the child out of the house but we, we me and my wife were able to survive um, so good good news only and uh, yeah there's there's more I definitely want to share more rat facts and then there's been a development in the rats within my own existence and within my own universe and dimension so we're gonna get to that but uh yeah that was the rat episode the infamous rat episode uh you could hear the fear in my wife and me uh you could hear it within us because we knew it was life or death and, and you know at any turn we could be enveloped with rats and uh, that's what unfortunately happened for someone but we made it out we're survivors um, and like I said, there's been some developments and, um, just the existence of rats within my own perceptions. But, uh, yeah, I'm getting a call right now. Oh, it's the president. Let's go ahead and hang that up. All right. But, uh, we're going to go ahead and call it. Just wanted to update everybody. Just let you, cause I think we just get cut off right there. That's about the time the rats start taking over the whole apartment. They actually had set up a second story, uh, kind of like a little recon area. It was similar to the, to uh, you know most major invasions. Uh, they they had kind of cut us off. And they were gonna, they were gonna get us. But I was able to maneuver myself out just based on where I was at. Really, just sheer luck. And then uh, my wife was near exit number two actually, so she was able to get out of exit number two. And unfortunately, that's the only. The only thing I remember, but we did make it out, and uh, yeah, that, that that is the infamous rat episode. Um, we will have more podcasts coming in 2022 for sure. Um, let me just get out my old notebook paper so I can just talk about what's important to me. Um, but anyways, um, at Deep Dyed Sports is the Twitter. You can 
hit us up on that. And then on Spotify, you can always see the episodes, any new episodes. Um, this one will be titled The Rat Episode. Um, official Deep Dyed Sports. Deep Dyed Sports. Uh, but anyways, you guys have a fantastic week. I will have more content coming to you here soon. And um, yeah, y'all guys have a good one. Peace out.